Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pain in the Techus. I'm Nick Sheevy. And I'm Jeff Trogio. And tonight, we are going to talk about video games. We have a lot to talk about. We're probably going to go long today. I'm just going to say it right now. Uh, but why don't we go ahead and get started? Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was just to get start. We're going to go ahead and just jump right in to controversy because that's what we like around here. We like bitching. <laughs> um, controversy. <laughs> so one of the things that personally just bugs me to my core, and I know that there are things that like, there are obviously components that, that lead to this kind of thing happening. Um, but I don't get it really. Like I don't, I don't understand the philosophy behind it. Right. So you'll have a game like Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, and historically, I don't think, at least in my to my to my recollection, um, that Rockstar has had this kind of problem. But this it, this might only be their second PC release. To my is that is that right? Do you know? I'm not entirely positive, but. It seems like it's more than that at this point. I know that they had GTA five. Right. I know for a fact that Red Dead, the original Red Dead Redemption was not on PC. Correct. Uh, anyway, the point is, is Red Dead Redemption five or two five. Red Dead two <laughs> came out and it was so buggy on some people's computers. It didn't even run like you couldn't even launch the game. It would just immediately crash. Right. And so I told, I was talking to one of my coworkers. I'm like, that's just bad QA. And then he starts getting on me because like, that's just not fair to the QA people. They're working as hard as they can. And I don't doubt any of that. I think ultimately the biggest problem is that they don't have enough time to do their jobs thoroughly. And so instead of pushing the release date, and saying, sorry guys, we misjudged, we need more time, we'll do it in like two weeks. They just release a game that's unplayable. And so I don't understand how, maybe people get upset if you push it by two weeks and say it's not ready. And we can talk about, I mean, it's not just, it's not just video games. I mean, you could say the same exact thing about Apple with iOS 13. Like they released mm. iOS 13 two weeks before it was cooked. And right. so it, the exact same story, like if you bought an iPhone uh, 11 and it came in the mail, you're with a half-baked operating system for two weeks. That's right. I think that's unacceptable. I think that I'd rather wait two weeks before I get my new phone than walk around with a phone that's buggy as shit. And the same thing goes for this, these video games. If I paid 60 bucks for this game, obviously I'm excited for whatever release date that they've published. Right. But when the published date comes and they release it and I download it and I can't even fucking launch it. How is that better? I'd argue that's worse. Um, you'll be shocked to realize that they're probably into the 30-something items released on PC. Really? Mm -hmm. So you just looked this up? Yeah, I just wikipedia it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, 
I need to know because it, either way, it's bad. If you like, you're a you're a, a triple A title carrier. Um, you know, you don't make like Joe's video game <laughs> here. We're talking about you know triple A millions and billions of dollars on the line, and you're going ahead and pushing a PC release that people essentially cannot play for two weeks. That they've used their hard-earned money to pay for and this is just yet another um it's yet another chink in the armor that is the video game uh service industry and it just goes to show that all they're willing to do is just make everything look pretty and then make you buy it up front so they have their money and then you just get to deal with all the bs at the end right well let's be let's be honest though Although I am a PC gamer uh, now, this is not as much of a problem on consoles. So Sony and Microsoft, they have a whole certification process that these games have to make it through. And obviously it's it's different for consoles because it's a single set of hardware that they have to test it against. It's not a million different configurations. I get that. But it's not nearly as bad on the consoles as it is on the PC. So for no, the con- I think, sorry, I, but the the problem is is like you're you're doing you're doing everybody that's buying your video game a disservice by making you know. And I don't know the ins and outs of being a QA analysis person on a PC release when you give people a minimum spec and then a recommended spec for these games and do you play them on the minimum spec do you only play them on the minimum spec and them recommended do you play them on other items in between do you mix and match like is that where we're having a problem you know it's it just seems to me that like i don't you know i don't know enough about the qa system but most of the time it seems like they're either playing on one or the other, the most garbage system and the one that they want to use with four video cards and every other thing. Right. So, you know, somewhere in between people are getting lost in translation here. Well, I think more of the problem isn't like spec level. So you're talking like recommended specs versus like maxing it out versus garbage computer. I think it's more of like, you know, I have an NVIDIA uh radeon or not radeon nvidia you just just angered a lot of people i I know i pissed (laughs) off everyone the nvidia uh fucking whatever their line of products is it's now the 2000 series so 2060 i have a a 1060 i okay yep um and i have an asus motherboard Mm -hmm. and an second gen Ryzen AMD processor. So like a 2600, 2700, whatever. Yeah. Or maybe it's okay. first gen 1700 okay. or something like that. I, guess, I remember I bought it like on the high end of the last generation when I bought it. Right. So whatever that was. I Everyone's everyone's already foaming at the mouth and we've been <laughs> talking for five minutes. Um. So anyway, I have I have that configuration, for instance. And you have an entirely different configuration. You probably have an Intel processor. You Oof, might have an MSA motherboard. You. How I'm dare sorry. you? <laughs> how dare you, sir? <laughs> Look, man, 
I've been I've been an AMD guy for quite some time now because I'm cheap. Um, so I had an FX eighty two sixty before this one, and let me tell you, that boy ran hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an eighty three twenty. So they, so I, I, I with you on the AMD. Did not mean to insult your your honor and your family and so <laughs> forth and so on. Uh, point is, so you have a Ryzen set up now as well? Yeah, I have a 2700. Okay. Um, so the, but, but the point is, is maybe I still have that FX chip right. or my old Asus motherboard and, you know, a DDR3 RAM and, Radeon, I am getting it right this time, uh, <laughs> video card. Or maybe I have the NVIDIA with all of that other stuff, because I did for a short period have that configuration. The point right. is, is there's so many different configurations for PC, they can't test all of them. And yeah. they kind of just go for the lowest common denominator or like what the most common hardware configuration might look like. But obviously that's missing a lot. Right. And you run into things like this and not just this you know and and we can get into bethesda also because they are definitely one of the biggest culprits of this um wah, 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 wah. and it's and and i and i you know i hurt to say that because i know i am friends with somebody who currently works in qa at bethesda and i have i know other people that have worked in qa at bethesda and i'm not trying to disparage them at all um i know that they have a lot of work to do and i know that it's really hard work and that when crunch comes around, their lives are absolute hell. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that gives an excuse to the actual developer of the product to ship broken software, which is effectively what they're doing. Right. Um, just like, just for anybody that doesn't know, just for just a couple of talking points, specifically for uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, um, these things that are not allowing you to play your video game, they've boiled down to like, turn off your antivirus software software. Like you've built a game that somehow has made antivirus software. think it's a virus. I mean, how, how do you do this? I mean, th these are the things that <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about. It's, it's just, it seems, I don't know. It seems kind of awkward to. Like, oh, if you want to play your video game that we that we gave you that has an online portion, make sure you turn off your uh, your AV security you know, that you have. So that makes me wonder if they have AV on their computers at at Rockstar. <laughs> right. They're only testing it offline. Well, they couldn't, right? That's the whole problem yeah, is that exactly. they can't get to the servers. Oh man, it's bad. It's bad. Um. So. Anything else you want to say on that before we move on? I just think, you know, it's it's par for the course. I mean, it happened uh, it happened a few months back with EA and Anthem. Um, that was released, but it was released more like um, fun to play with no content. And then found out later that it was a complete and utter disaster. And they only spent about uh, 12 months making the game. Uh, where normal games around this time are like two, three, and four years of development. So 
a whole bunch of people left, were fired. Um, you know, so it was just a nightmare working there on this particular game. And, you know, I found it fun. It was, it was usable when it came out, like not, not too big of a deal in that department, but you know, you're done with it in 15, 15 hours, 20 hours. And that's not worthy of $60 for me. Um, and so like people jumped all over them for that. And still to this day, they're still trying to like release it, uh, uh, release uh content updates and they're doing like raid style things and then there's like no content in the game so they're like having seasons and then they're turning the seasons off after like a month and you're like well there's no content left so you're just <laughs> throwing people away from your game it's just uh, it just seems kind of bananas so i want to touch on that for a second um because you said you spend 60 dollars in a game and only get like 15 hours of play time yeah. right so, and what, what game was that? Anthem. Anthem, okay. So, it's an interesting topic that you bring up. Because I, I, I was talking to a friend about this uh, this past weekend. Um, because I got Untitled Goose Game. Okay. And it was, I got it on sale. It was 15 bucks at the time. Full price, it's 20 bucks. I'd say it's about three hours worth of gameplay. Okay. So if you were to scale that up, say you were spending $60 in the game, then it's six hour, uh, nine hours of gameplay uh, at that rate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So about half of what you're saying isn't even close to enough for the $60 that you're spending for Anthem. We decided that $15, $20 for Goose Game was actually a lot, just... It it wasn't too it wasn't too much money. We felt like it was maybe a little bit much, but I didn't feel cheated. I really enjoyed the game, mm-hmm. and I didn't and I and I I felt like I got what I wanted out of it, which was to be a pain in the shit pain in the ass goose for three hours, <laughs> and like fuck with humans and honk at them and steal their shit. I loved it. I had a great time. You know, I. It was worth the 15 bucks that I spent on it. Right. And I don't know how much replay value it really has because it's just one short story campaign, whatever you want to call it. Right. Would, and so I'm probably only going to have played it the one time because it's kind of a puzzle game. But I think I think I got my money's worth out of it. And that's and that's fair. But I think that it's also perspective and the perspective is that um first of all you yourself the consumer in your own personal life are are assigning that cost to value ratio right so i can't buy in the same fashion suggest that million dollar powerhouse company is gonna take what three say it was full price three times as much money and only give me i don't know whatever that is five times as much play when they have right. probably a hundred more developers working on it. Right. Well, obviously their investment is much, much right. more. So that's, that's where it always the, that's where it always kind of gets a little murky for me when you, um, you know, and the, and maybe it's somehow different, like emotionally for supporting an indie game developer course, versus supporting, 
Blizzard or and Activision. Yeah, or, and of course, know. that's like <clears throat> I I play and modify a video game called American Truck Simulator. And there are people that do not mod that game at all. They play it legitimately by, you know, just going out there and driving and, um, you know, picking up deliveries and dropping them off. And they're, they're into the 4,000 hour mark on a $20 game, you know? So, I mean, those are the things like, and they're an indie, they're an indie developer. It's still, they're under a hundred staffers, I think. Um, and mm-hmm. they only started with like 20. <laughs> so, um, you know, they've, right, they've grown right. at quite a rate. And so it's nice to see you feel like you're involved when you're bringing those people to the fore, you know, with, with that. But it, so yeah. by the same token, if you can't give me, you know, and I, you could, you could jump into your next topic here, um, being that. <laughs> in outer worlds, which I played through gave me about 45 to 50 hours of gameplay, even though I only completed one of the, the endings. Um, so technically you can play it over three times. Um, if you want three different endings, plus the side missions you don't, you can't do if you pick a certain faction to like and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, there's re right. So you can replay it and have exactly. a completely different experience if you so, make different decisions. And I don't decisions. mind. I don't mind that. I may yeah. never go back and play it again. But I finished it, and I felt it was a good story. I liked all the interaction that I had, and you know, so that, that part of it I quite enjoyed. But and that was say fifty hours for a sixty dollars game. It seems like you now you're saying you you only spent fifteen hours in a sixty dollars game, but you add you know whatever 35 hours and all of a sudden you're happy well yeah (laughs) i'm happy because of the additional things you can do and plus it's a story game it's not just a go out and shoot things game right but anyway yeah well okay so let's let's transition to that um so we're gonna kind of guess i just do a couple of things at once so right now i i actually just started playing outer worlds i'm a little bit behind. I mean, the game didn't come out that long ago. No, and it was like, like a, it was like super black market under the rug release. Somehow, I almost missed it until like the last week before it was coming <laughs> out. Uh, so I um, I just started playing it, and a big part of the reason that I just started playing it, um, I want to tell you a little story of something I was talking to you about during the pre-show. Um, I started playing Outer Worlds. I actually started really. Uh, a couple weeks ago and I put in about two hours and I told my coworker this. He's like, so you made your character. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I did. Um, so I, I put in about two hours and I, what I noticed, so I started playing the game and I got out of like, uh, the, that first city that I can't think yep. of it right now, what it was called. Um, and I'm leaving to go to, you know, the, the botanical gotcha. yep. garden and meet up with, mm-hmm. uh, Adelaide, I think is her name. And on my way there, I get like completely mobbed by marauders, but let me back up for a second. So I, I, right before I left that town, 
I'm like, okay, I should probably save. And kind of in the back of my mind, I kind of assumed that it was auto saving along the way. Um, But I guess it wasn't. And when I went to go save, the save button was grayed out. And I was like, that's kind of weird. But, you know, I've played a lot of RPGs and it's not unusual for there to be times that you can't right, save those enemies too close or something right like, that. like it's right or like right. you're in the middle of a mission like sometimes it just won't let you and i've never played uh you know i don't think i've ever played a okay. straight up oblivion game so i don't know what their style is maybe this i haven't made it to a point where i'm allowed to save yet like that's not the end of the world um so i'll just keep playing like i i thought I, I was like i need to go do stuff but i'll finish doing you know this segment and then I'll save right. and then I'll go do stuff. And anyway, I'm on my way to the botanical garden and I get sacked by a bunch of marauders and I get killed. And it just says game over. Sorry, you've you're done. The, the continue was grayed out. It was just like, you're done. And I was like, that's so weird. But at that point, I'm like, screw it. I got to go do stuff. I'm going to go. I'll deal with this later. So, and I told my coworker about this, um, and he's like, that's really strange. I don't know if I had that experience when I started playing it. No, I didn't have that experience either, but okay, go ahead. Well, I, I know that you didn't, (laughs) I know that you didn't. So this weekend I started playing it again. I picked it back up and I booted it up. And I'm like, all right, I'll pick up where I left off. No, fuck me. I'm starting over. I'm like, that's so strange. But maybe I just haven't made it to that point where I'm allowed to save yet. So I started playing. And I made it further this time. I got down to talk to Adelaide. And then I started heading back um, to go. I had kind of, at, at that point, I kind of decided, I had made a decision. I'm going to go do this other thing. I'm going to go ha- go see if I can get this yep. book for the vicar. Whatever. Again, I get ransacked by by marauders and I die. And that's it. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I have a games channel in the Slack for work. And I said something to them. And I'm like, this is so weird. And one of them sent me back a Reddit thread. Because I had, I had right. done a little bit of Googling. But I couldn't find anything that was like this well-known bug that everyone's having. Um. But he, he, he sent me this Reddit link, and it was about these people who had had problems with saving in uh, in in the Outer Worlds. And I thought, and, and I think part of my problem was I was searching specifically about, like, that part of the game, oh, okay. trying to save. Not just in general. And, right. I didn't realize I was having a general saving problem. I thought that I was just having a problem because I wasn't saving in the right place. So... It turned out, so I've had this, I've had this PC, or this installation of Windows, I've probably had for like, I couldn't even tell you how long, because I had it, I'm pretty sure I originally, it was originally Windows 7, and I upgraded it in place to Windows 10, when Windows 10 was free to upgrade, and then maybe last year, Last year sometime I re- rebuilt my PC but I kept the hard yeah. drive that I had and just okay. relicensed Windows. And then 
I at some point I decided to do a domain in my home, like a right. you know enterprise mm-hmm. Active Directory domain, mostly for a learning experience topic <laughs> for another day, really. But I so I when I did that, I migrated my local profile on the computer to a domain profile, <laughs> and then at some point even further down the road. I set up folder redirection on my profile. So all of my folders are redirected to the server. So all of my stuff is being backed up gotcha. from the server uh, into, uh, you know, out to the cloud in case, you know, my house burns down, all my data is <laughs> At gone At least you forever. still won't have your games. <laughs> right. So what it, it turns out that the Outer Worlds, by some amazing stroke of genius they decided to use the windows save directory yep. you know what i'm talking about like in the uh, in the root of the user file right. there's a saved games folder that no other developer has used <laughs> in 20 years so i've never run into a problem with it before but al- along the way of all of these different jumps and now that i think about it it may have well who knows who knows I don't have that folder at all. I tried making changes to the registry. I tried like just putting the folder there Mm -hmm. manually. Nothing worked. And so I'm like, Oh my God. But because I have folder redirection, I'm like, well, you know, whatever. I'll blow out my profile. I'll lose my data, but who gives a shit? It's probably a good opportunity for me to refresh my profile. So I did that. And then I know we're going super off the rails, but we, I told, we said at the very beginning, it's going to be a long <laughs> episode, so fuck it. Um, so I, I blew away the profile, and then I re-signed in to my domain account, and it logged in, and none of my oh. folders redirected. I don't have access to anything. Amazing. And I'm like, oh, I'm in hell. And I tried like running, uh, you know, forcing the GP uh, group policy to apply. And it gave me some error. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening? And so in my, my reasoning that my brain, I'm like, okay, so. I've had all these different changes. I've migrated the profile three ways to Sunday. Like, it's probably just all screwy. I need to go through and like delete a bunch of stuff in the registry so that right. it's completely gone. And I tried that and it still didn't work. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I did some soul searching and I said, all right, most of the software I have on my computer is either free to begin with. Or I've gotten to this point in my life, aka 2019, <laughs> where anything that I have paid for is part of some bullshit right. of subscription anyway. So if I, not necessarily that I'm even paying for, but somebody is paying for it and it, I have a subscription so I can just, you know, sign into right. the account and reinstall. So I took a deep breath and I said, all right, I'm going to use the Windows 10 reset function. I did that, and that took another hour. By the way, this was my Saturday. Just that was that was it. I, all I did was this. 
And eventually I'd gotten to the point where I couldn't even do it anymore because right. I had to go do stuff. But finally, I it's done resetting itself. I got a fresh installation of Windows, which, by the way, very curiously, when it booted back up fresh Windows installation, it already had the AMD and NVIDIA software hmm. installed. How the hell? <laughs> anyway. So that was that was really interesting. Um, but anyway, I went to rejoin it to the domain and I get errors there. And I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? So you know what it ended up being? Uh, and obviously... This wasn't the only problem that I had. <laughs> there were many other yes, issues along the way. But I had Norton Antivirus installed oh, on my dear. domain controller mm -hmm. on my server. I uninstalled that and I'm I'm perfect. Everything of is course. working wonderfully again. I joined the domain, everything was <laughs> faster. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I probably didn't need to reinstall Windows, but Everything is much right. cleaner now. I'll probably be able to edit shit much much faster oh, now. It took me two man. hours to do the one brutal last time, so it was a lot. Um, but anyway, moral of the story: don't set up a domain is, controller. In your house. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Or that don't cool. use Norton Antivirus. <laughs> uh, oh God, I'm sorry. Okay. We will now uh, get back on track. Let's talk about um, one of the things that you wanted to, you wanted to go through. So, uh, Overwatch Two is is out from Blizzard, um, but what does that actually mean? I do because I, I have Overwatch. Does that mean I'm being left behind? Do I have to pay another sixty bucks for the game that I only played like three times? Well, wait until you hear this. Here's the story today. Oh yeah, that's what that's, what, <laughs> that's my best news voice. Um, so the, so um, they had a big thing at uh BlizzCon. I don't think it's actually out yet. Um, I think it's mm, maybe it's before Christmas or not too far after Christmas. I don't remember. Um, so I guess people were talking about in Overwatch how it was only multiplayer and they were upset. So Overwatch 2 is going to include a single player campaign. Um, and I believe it's per character. So it's different, like those kind of twists and turns per character, as far as I understand. Um, holy shit. And adding more a few more characters and adding a couple of multiplayer maps but everything else is the same in addition everything that you have for Overwatch any customization options any like outfits or whatever they have for the original characters will also transfer over um the trick is that Overwatch yeah, you haven't yeah. gotten to the punchline yet. Overwatch, the original users, as you yourself, Nick, will attest that you will continue to get all multiplayer updates, including all the new characters and maps. So you will not be left behind in the multiplayer portion. And if you have Overwatch 2, you can still play against Overwatch 1 members and vice versa. You just won't be able to, you won't okay, be able to so play. Okay, so that was my next question. Um, 
the campaign mode. The campaign. So it's not really a, another game, I guess. That's really weird. How much is it going to? Is it sixty bucks? Certain, to be honest. Um, I don't know if they discussed cost at that time. But you have a, you have a quieter keyboard than me. <laughs> you look it up. Um. <laughs> You need to get. <laughs> you need to get a new. Uh, a That's new what I said. Yes, I, I remember now. Um, <laughs> it will cost something, is what it says. Um, anywhere they're guessing anywhere from thirty to sixty dollars on certain websites. That's so weird, man. I don't. I mean, it better not be a full sixty bucks. I feel like I'd be angry. Even though I didn't even, I'm not going to buy it. But at the same time, like, I feel like I'd be more interested in it if, 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 you know, Overwatch one, as it were, right. had the campaign. Because that's, like, that's kind of the thing is like, at least in, in my experience for these, like, I don't know if I'd call it a first person shooter. What, how Overwatch? would you describe the first person shooter in its totality? Yeah. What are you talking about? Is it okay? You have it, don't you? I don't. I mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah, but I've played it twice. So okay, so it's a so it's a first person shooter, and and usually, my, so what I usually do in those kinds of games, so like in a Call of Duty or whatever, I'll play through the campaign right. first, so that I get more comfortable with the mechanics and the weapons and such, and then I'll go into the into the online world. And I'm more competent and able to like match up with my teammates and right. not look like a dumbass. It's still not well, good, mind you, but better than well, baseline exactly, shit. This is again, like we were talking about at the start of the show, how you perceive value. And I do not like if that's an online only game, Overwatch, the original, you can only play multiplayer. That is not, there is no value in that for me. It makes me so angry. I'm so old and slow that I can't, I can't. I just can't play it anymore. So it just makes me upset. And I'd much rather, you know, buy a sixty dollars game that I can spend forty hours doing a story mode than that nonsense. Well, I, I completely agree. Um, I I basically got coerced into buying this game so that I could play with my friends who were like, we're going to play Overwatch. You need to buy Overwatch so we can all play together. Just for this one time. <laughs> no. It was not worth it. And then like, I tried to play when I get home, and I'm like, this is fun. I don't right. know any of these people. And so I basically never played it again. It was like 60 bucks down the toilet. And now they're coming out with... What I would base, I would characterize it as an expansion. It's not even I think a doing new game. Sales, frankly, but I mean, I was originally, I was originally, let's, let's, you know, let's go back to the origination here. But I was originally uh, uh, shown this or, or viewed by uh, Force Strategy Gaming. So there's your, there's your shout out, Force. Um, he is, he's a, he's a mainer. Uh, he's been doing, blizzard games for like 12 years he reviews all kinds of games at this point but he's a big blizzard guy so i happened to watch this and he had the same sentiment like what the hell are you doing people yep it's weird man um all right so moving on uh you also wanted to talk about 
the Destiny 2 expansion. So speaking of uh, video games getting bigger or changing or morphing or being the same thing that they were before, <laughs> except for costing more money. Um, well, so what's uh, Destiny 2? The baseline, the like the base game is free now. Correct. No, or maybe uh, it always it has, has not been. been. And they um, they okay. separated from Blizzard, um, Activision specifically. Um, I don't know if they saw the the writing on the wall somewhere because no sooner the did they leave than all of a sudden there were all kinds of issues at Blizzard. Well, Blizzard's been melting down. Yeah, for a I long know, time. but this was like different than just like the it was before the whole hong kong thing and but it was Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean we we were seeing stuff last year where people were like sleeping under their desks and pissing in buckets Um, and stuff you know yeah blizzard was a mess um any at any rate that's you know that's not to say that they don't make good games that's not what this is about but the um so destiny 2 expansion is called shadow keep um, and the, the nice thing I think about, uh, what Bungie has done is they've made it free to play. It's on steam now, so you don't have to get it through the blizzard, uh, store or whatever the hell it is. The whatever it's called. App. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that all of a sudden we started calling windows 10 came out and now we call everything an app instead of a program. Um, well, no, that's Steve jobs <laughs> fault. Don't, um, so the uh yeah so free to play it's kind of fun because you definitely have uh the hardcore elites from from Destiny 1 are still around and they uh you can tell usually by the end of um a competitive or a not necessarily competitive but a cooperative play you can usually see who's mm-hmm. who's disposed of the most enemies in a in a quick fashion and you so sure. you can tell who those people are um the funny part is yeah. is since i normally just play by myself at this point all my friends do not play the destiny franchise anymore um the you can play a strike is what they call it's like a short shorter mission it's not quite a raid um usually anywhere between 10 and 30 minutes of time for that and if you play with, uh, it's it's for three people total. So if I play by myself, sometimes I'll get matched up with two other singles or one pair. And you can tell if the one pair has played before. Um, I'm usually last on the list. And we're done with the same strike in 10 minutes that took like 35 with the two noobs <laughs> that, I just, that just got the game yesterday. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, the juxtaposition of that. Um, but it's still it's still a, a fantastic uh uh first person shooter there there really aren't too many that do it as well as Bungie. um i just wanted to bring it to the to the front just because they've made it free to play so there's no reason not to try it all right and and the expansion is so what can you explain what the what what makes so you just have do you just have different maps when you buy expansions for and this is something special about the one that just came out yeah so or? the with every other expansion, so this is an other expansion, will include a raid. Uh, so that would be a six-person dungeon, essentially, that you have to go into um, multiple bosses, etc. Um, usually mm-hmm. jumping puzzles and various and sundry other things you have to do in order to 
get through there so it's not just all shooting. Um, and yes, a couple more maps, initial storyline in order to access the raid, etc., has to be completed. Um, stuff like that. So obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get more different looking armors and different weapons and things of that nature as well. Um, but yeah, so the base game um, is just a certain level of it's what we would have like if since I bought it initially, it's what I would have paid the initial $50 for or whatever. Yep. So question for you. Um isn't Destiny 2 also just multiplayer? No, it is not. So it has a single player campaign? Um yes, there are times when you'll be in the like you can't play it offline, but um there are places where you will be involved with other people on the map but you are not required to be with them to complete the story portion. I see. And you can okay. totally avoid the thing that I like about it is it does have the PVP function, but you can totally avoid it. It's absolutely unnecessary for you to enter it if you do not want to. It sounds to me like you're just looking, you're just like out here fishing for friends to play Destiny with. That's why it's on the list for tonight. It's like you're just like, hey guys, um, uh, it sounded play like Destiny with it me. was less depressing when I was talking about it. <laughs> Uh, but it's so much fun to fuck with you, though. Uh, all right. So uh, in November, a new update came out for Steam. And from what I understand, there was a lot of uh, fallout. And, you know, unintended, <laughs> oh, boy. As a result of that. <laughs> Can you talk about that so, a little bit? Um, surprisingly, I didn't have any issues, but I don't know if it was because I was not really like around because I'm. I I mean, I can't really play games every single day. So sometimes I just don't get on there. And I don't know if I hadn't played in a couple days and that everything was all solved by that point. But um, I did see a bunch of people like in super duper, you know, emergency mode. Um, And it was the what changed the UI in Steam. Um, It changed from like the UI that had been around Uh since like 2001 or whatever. Um, the donut time and they change yeah. it to a like a card style um which you know a very welcome change of course um yeah it seems yeah, a lot less it's, clunky it's super smooth and and crisp and um much easier to look at as far as i'm concerned however um i guess somebody pressed the wrong button somewhere and they uh, and they <laughs> disallowed the workshop from being accessed um so like uh especially the game that i play american truck simulator is like 100 percent mods so and right. the normal method of releasing them now is on the workshop before it used to be websites and stuff so um the, if your workshop's offline you don't have access to your mods people were going bananas it was like two full days of that so that was always a a fun uh a fun exciting thing to to wake up to in the morning to people complaining about how they're th- how my my truck's not working and it's like well dude did you look at your list it's not even there so maybe check the news before you start <laughs> complaining my truck's gone your everything is gone dude have you even looked out a window today it is total anarchy You've seen that they're filling the tubes in fallout um 
so yeah so that was <laughs> so that was part of the um that was one part of the update uh which i thought was interesting that it took them a while for people to be complaining that needed to turn that function back on i don't know about other games or if it was specific to uh SES software the developer of that you know the game that i play and that they had some issue but it just mm-hmm. seemed rather convenient that it happened exactly the same time and if you look at the at the time frames in in news uh right around november 4th or 5th i think is there's like a hundred posts an hour about my steam workshop doesn't work good god well okay um that is interesting but and i and i didn't have any issues either but that's also because well i don't i don't use the workshop at all um i would like to touch though on a little bit of an experience i don't know if it came out in this set in this november update or if it was sometime a little bit more uh yeah in in the past um one thing that i did notice when rebuilding my pc mm. from scratch um was that there was a feature that was added and here's so here's the thing i usually play in okay. big screen mode because i use a steam link in my living room to play my games on my television instead of sitting in my living room not a keyboard and mouse kind of guy Send your fucking hate mail. Hey, I prefer I controller. controller. So you get no hate from me. Great. Um, actually, I was using an Xbox 360 controller up until this past weekend because I bought the Steam controller when it was on sale for like five dollars mm-hmm. on Cyber Monday. Because they're trying to get the hell over, um, get the hell rid of them. And that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're done with hardware. Um, so I have I have a Steam an actual Steam Link manufactured by Valve and a Steam controller manufactured by Valve. I'm <laughs> one of five people on Earth that can say the that. Other, the other four and the other four show up at CES. <laughs> right. So anyway, I often in the past have had issues with launching a like the steam link into okay. the big screen mode and like, it'll just freeze. And so a lot of the time, not every time, a lot of the time, the only way to fix it is to completely uninstall steam oh, and reinstall it. And in the past, that meant that you had to redownload right. all of your games because steam couldn't figure out that everything was still there and it would just be like, well, I don't know, man. Just mm-hmm. you got to download it again. And but what I was pleasantly surprised by when reinstalling Windows on Saturday was that when I reinstalled Steam and got signed in, I'm like, oh <laughs> fuck, this is gonna be hell, isn't it? Uh, and I told it to download mm-hmm. one of my games, and then it said discovering. And I said, what the heck does that mean? And then all of a sudden it repopulated all the games that I had. So I my I don't keep my games. I think I think most people can relate to this. I don't keep my games on my boot drive. Right. So they were yep. all on a separate drive. And so I just pointed it back to the Steam Games folder where all of my installations were. And it just found them all again. And it just populated all of my library again. I said, oh, here's everything that you have installed. 
And I oh, said, geez. this is wonderful. Thanks. Look at them doing things well. Gee, thanks for catching up to Blizzard as of like 10 years ago. Hello. Right? I was, I was shocked and I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Um, so that was that. And I don't know when that came. The card, the card interface is fine. I don't, I don't, I'm not in love with it, but it, like I said, it is less clunky than the old style, but, and the big screen hasn't changed no, at yeah, all. You can't even tell the difference. It looks exactly the same. Um, but the last thing I want to talk about tonight, uh, as we appre- approach the 45 minute mark, you said you can talk about this for no, an additional 40 right minutes. Now, but... <clears throat> so I'm just going <laughs> to, maybe uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can, how things go. Maybe we have a whole another episode about this. Um, so the big thing that's happening now, as you know, as our audience probably knows, some <laughs> people that are listening. Hey, it has grown since last time, though. Last time it was nobody. <laughs> now it's six. Um, so the six people that are listening are probably aware of the fact that we're moving towards a world. And I think that this is this is going to happen. And I think it's not a bad thing. And maybe you're going to argue with me, and that's fine. Things like Stadia, where the hardware exists in the cloud, and it allows people to not have to buy a console for $400, essentially eliminating the capital expenditure of you know a $400 console or a $1,000 computer, and putting all that processing power into Google's server infrastructure and... As long as you have a good low latency internet connection, ding ding, a good it's, low it's, it's latency, latency internet connection. Okay. Um. Well, then you can speak to this better than I can. Um. Then it should work well, and I, and maybe, and maybe that's the problem with Stadia as we speak that it needs bigger bandwidth because I did see someone that said if you have five hundred gigabyte, uh, fiber then you're great. And I'm like, well, right. that seems excessive, but maybe I don't understand what's going on here. Uh, I think that, I think, let me just talk about like my thoughts on this and then I'm going to let Jeez, you, you like, I'm like, I'm so, a bulldog or something. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're like a bull and there's a clown out in the middle of the field, waving a red flag and I'm going to get the fuck out of the way before <laughs> there's a you bull start in the running. streaming shop. exactly now you get it so uh i think that this is a good thing i think that it democratizes further the ability for people to play video games and enjoy them and just have a subscription for what's it ten dollars a month yes for the basic and i know you have to i know you have to buy the games on top of that but you don't have to spend you don't have to put out this big spend all at once because a lot of people can't afford to do that. And I think that this allows more people to have access to this kind of a thing. Um, again, obviously, that depends on your internet connection. And I think that's probably the issue that you're going to bring up. So go Jeez. ahead. Don't Tear it sound apart. so excited. Anyway, um, so realistically, um, we've, uh, as a... In, in the telecommunications industry, we've been dealing with this for a million years, and um, that is any live service um, is going to be an issue 
and it has nothing to do with latency. Latency is only the time it takes for the packet to get from point A to point B and back to A. Um, so I understand that. That's all fine and good because if you're on the internet and you're requesting a web page, you can just keep requesting it over and over and over and over and over. It's not, it's not, there's no live service there. There's no urgency. So the, you can keep getting errors back of packets and it doesn't care because in the end it's going to display the page at some point, unless your connection completely cuts off. However, um, the real issue is jitter and that is packets coming out of order. So when you receive a huge lag spike in a game or other service, it's because there's been jitter. It's lost packets and they're coming out of order now. So the service is looking like I didn't even know how many seconds is he ahead of this now or where do I place him in the order, you know? Right. So in a video game, there's no place for that. You can't, especially if you're playing multiplayer anything, there's no way that it's going to be able to keep up with that if you're if the conditions of your connection are poor um and right. invariably this is what happened in the first review for the Washington Post the uh he wasn't getting 4K he's only getting 720 on on a ooh uh higher than required internet connection which is only 35 megabits per second and they think that they can get 4k uh-huh. on a 35 megabits con- uh, connection if you can do video can do video that. yes um but this is well, a different kind of back and forth together. communication as well so not with the, not with the video of course but right so you're using you're using both right. directions so really that that cuts yeah. your bandwidth well, in plus half. You, you can't really do anything else <laughs> while you're like you you want this to be right, the primary right. your wife can't be over there watching a movie exactly so um periodic stuttering and massive re- resolution and frame jo- drops are occurring on people that have ranged between 200 and 350 megabits down but but isn't is is up is upload not a, a no, part of this because calculus? it's only going to be um, those are going to be only uh, inputs to your controller, um, realistically, uh-huh. and that's you know that's, yeah, no, that's you know, X A B circle whatever. Um, so those sure, are, sure. that's not a huge amount. Again, it's really about the latency and jitter that that information gets back to the server in order to provide the correct input to the game, so that you see it right you know, on your screen. Um, so that's why it's like, I really think it's, it's to bring, like you said, games to more people. It's not to bring better anything necessarily. You know what I mean? Right. And so maybe do you think that it's just a, a factor of they're not advertising this correctly? I just think or. That- I mean, because they have been advertising, have been it, ab- pretty advertising heavily. it heavily and they have been advertising it as a 4K capable service. And let's be honest, right. we've all watched YouTube and all of a sudden it's dropping to 480p for no particular reason other than what Google, I don't right. know. And, 
you know, you're just, you're just sitting in your house watching a YouTube video and all of a sudden it just goes garbage for a second and then it's back. Those are the type of things that, you know, people don't want to pay for that. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, I guess it also depends on what kind of game you're playing. Oh, totally. Um, but I, I guess ultimately if you're getting that kind of experience, if you have a decent internet connection and like you said, like, well, okay, let's, let me ask you this because personally, I don't care that much about having it come down in 4k. I don't um, I know that people do. I know that people spend so much money on having displays that are able to, you know, output 4K and 60 frames a second. And I'm like, I don't, man, like, it's just a game. Like, and honestly, the animation isn't even to start with. Like, it doesn't need to be that high resolution for me to enjoy it. I just need to be able to be immersed in the storyline. Again, I, I prefer RPGs, so that's kind of my world, but be immersed in the storyline and, uh, you know, have a fair enough experience with input that it's not going to ruin the game. So if it's coming down at 720, I, well, 720 is a different story, maybe. I'm not going to be thrilled with that. But if it's coming down at 1080p, I don't, I don't even know if I'll notice, for one thing. But I certainly won't no, care. No, probably not. But I think that, and to, to, I mean, but, first of all, to sell this as a 4K service, right? So you're assuming that one... In, in perfect oh, conditions, of, of it course, is 4K. But assuming, in, in general, that it's a 4K service, you're not going to have a person that is like, oh, well, you know, I bought a 4K TV and I would like to play 4K games. And you know, what's a 4K TV going for now? Like 300 bucks. And is it the best 4K? No, it's not the best 4K TV, but... <laughs> no, it's a garbage 4K TV, <laughs> but, but go on. By the same token, they're probably going to be not too happy with even it dropping to HD. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just going to be one of those things that um, you know, I could have just gone out and bought a four hundred or four hundred and fifty dollar PlayStation instead, and just never worried about it. I don't know. It just right. Seems. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but how many how many months paying ten dollars? It's you're looking at four hundred. You're talking forty two months. How long do you think you keep? I mean, that's less than that's less than four years. So whatever i i'm just thinking like you pay you spend ten dollars a month and hypothetically if it worked right you have always uh state-of-the-art hardware that your right. that your games are running on again hypothetically or at least high-end uh hardware and that's and that is an interesting thing i don't know first of all i've never thought of Google as having the like the cloud infrastructure that everyone's pining for. That's not what they're known for. No. 
I mean, I know that they, they're a very big internet company. One of the biggest internet companies that exists. One of the biggest right. companies of all time. I'm not arguing that. But when it comes to cloud infrastructure, Amazon is the de facto. And and again, I, I don't know what what Google is doing, but there has to be... I've never heard of a server with with like eight uh teraflops gaming teraflops of games on it. Right, 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 right. Right, exactly. So either they're custom building this hardware or it's not actually hardware that is designed for what it's being used for. It's possible. Um and that's kind of just getting off topic a little bit, but I, I do think it's interesting that that's you know what what's going on in in that in that world, and um, I still I still think it's a really promising thing. I I don't expect that I'm going to stop buying you know building right. my own PCs, and I think that we're going to talk about this in another in another episode. Um, I'm a big I'm a big proponent of having control over okay. my own. Right. Content and, uh, you know, security yep. and so forth. Um, but I think it's, I think it is something that is good for, you know, people at large to have easier access to this well, kind yeah. of entertainment. Yeah. You know, to also, um, continue with what you're saying is, that since it will be available on mobile, you could potentially have a person that doesn't even have a computer or a, a, a TV at all and still be correct and still be playing, um, be able to play the latest console video game on their phone or, or, you know what I mean? They might have a big, big old 4K, whatever note, whatever they're up to, 11, I don't know. And, you know, and be playing video games on it. Who knows? 5G 8K 8 AI, man. It's happening. It's coming. Oh boy. Uh yeah. No, I, I exactly. So it's it's kind of making it easier for people who don't have that cash to be dropping let's be, on. Let's be on honest, who wants to play mobile video games? I mean, give me a break. Yeah. It's I don't. I don't. Oh but there are a Lord, lot of people, people that do. Wow. Bring on the hate mail. You six. <laughs> Oh, man. And on that note, I think we should wrap it up. We've had a, a good hour and change here. Um, so, again, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, send your hate mail to uh, info at painintetech.us. You can also at me on Twitter. I'm It's Shivi. That's I-T-S-S-H-E-V-E-E. And uh, Jeff, you are uh, at G U I D O T four two. Guido T forty two. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys in the next one. Have a good night.